Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Rebecca Lawrence and this is Voices. In this set of interviews, I will be focusing on issues of inclusion, diversity and allyship through intimate conversations with wine industry professionals from all over the globe. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps us cover equipment, production and publication costs. And remember to subscribe and rate our show wherever you tune in. This episode is proudly sponsored by Vivino, the world's largest online wine marketplace. The Vivino app makes it easy to choose wine. Enjoy expert team support, door-to-door delivery, and honest wine reviews to help you choose the perfect wine for every occasion. Vivino, download the app on Apple or Android and discover an easier way to choose wine. the Italian Wine Podcast. This is Rebecca Lawrence with the Voices series. This week, I'm joined by Yoshihiro Nagase. Welcome to the podcast, Yoshihiro. Hi, everyone. And uh, Rebecca, uh, thank you for uh, inviting me today. So I like to start these conversations on Voices by asking my guest to introduce themselves to our listeners. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently working on? Yes, sure. Uh, my name is Yoshihiro Nagase, running a company, Quattro Bini, in Tokyo, Japan. I'm a restaurant sommelier and a wine school instructor. And I work to introduce Italian wine to the Japanese markets in various ways, such as uh, consulting for importance and uh, restaurants and uh, branding dinner parties. Uh, anyway, please think of me as a person who loves Italian wines. So, I mean, you really do love Italian wine. Yeah. Because although you're based in Japan, I know that you've lived and worked in Italy. So what did you take back to Japan from that experience? Yes, uh, I really learned a lot. First is uh, how to interact with people. Japanese people can express our opinion well and not good at expressing emotions. But I was surprised at how Italians convey their passions of insistence and the speed with which they can switch unpleasant emotions even if they don't understand. For example, uh, in restaurant job, a person said, why do you think about that? Another uh, replies immediately, uh, something gets angry, and he went to go back home but uh, next morning, he said good morning uh, as if nothing had happened. I was very surprised. And uh, also, it's a local tra- uh, tradition love. You understand the culture, protect it, and take it over. That is why there are many wines that go with very with many local dishes. I work in Japan now, and I want to convey this culture to customers uh, correctly. Yeah. So your president of Quattrovini, a new import wine, obviously it's been a very difficult year with COVID. What has the impact uh, been in the Japanese market and and how is the situation now? Yeah, I think this is common uh, throughout the world, but uh, wine sales have fallen by about uh, 20-13%. Shops that have uh, served wine to customers, uh, such as restaurants, have shortened their business numbers and uh, restricted the sale of alcohol. And uh, many websites have been created to, to survive, increasing the sale on, uh, on the website, uh, creating a change in the portfolio. Because I think uh, international grape variety wines are now on sale. This, this way, uh, because uh, not all customers know about Italian grape varieties. 
other than that wines uh, with distinctive etiquette and uh, low-priced wines and uh, otherwise a rare high-priced wine, such as a limited edition uh, Japanese customer is like this, this type of wines. Uh, alcohol uh, says are uh, still restricted in some prefectures. Why does the government take uh, measures only by eating and drinking and alcohols are the source of infection? Many people distrust, distrust too, uh, but this situation will continue until autumn. The Olympic, you know, the Olympic game uh, will start tonight, but, <laughs> but there is a request in Tokyo to ban the sale of alcohol at the restaurant. Impossible. <laughs> I hope everyone, uh, including me myself, uh, will watch uh, the Olympic game with, uh, while drinking Italian wine at home. That would be a really great way to support the industry, is like you say, to, to take that culture of being in a restaurant and maybe support the retail outlets by, like you say, drinking at home. So speaking of drinking at home and wine consumption, what are the current trends in Italian wine in Japan? Is it still very much based in, in the well-known names or are you beginning to see through, through the work that people like yourself are doing this kind of dispersing of lesser known great varieties and wines? Uh, you know, in Japan, uh, French wine culture has long been uh, rooted in Japanese uh, customers. That's uh, not all the cause. But it seems that some customers are relatively uh, uncomfortable uh, with the strong acidity of Italian wines. Uh, uh, exactly, I like. But <laughs> this, uh, this trend has only recently changed, and we are now enjoying the uh, individuality of the grapes. For example, uh, Prosecco and Franciacorta, good at marketing and have won the hearts of Bubbles Rabas. White wines uh, such as Timorasso and uh, Verdicchio and uh, uh, I think Bermentino are popular for the minority, minority test. And red wine is uh, popular for the super acidity and uh, tanning and elegant taste wines uh, such as uh, Nebbiolo and Sangiovese and Nero Mascarezzo. Uh, this trend is now in Japan. It's really exciting to see the rise of things like Timorasso and Verdicchio because also, I think in other markets in the world, they, they have not been so well known. So hearing that it's also becoming more popular in Japan is, is very exciting. And the Japanese market is often viewed as quite challenging, uh, very particular in its taste, maybe not so easy for Italian wineries to find their own space. As someone who is not just an importer, but an Italian wine lover, what advice would you give to a winery that are trying to expand into Japan? Okay, I think uh, we also must make a big change in the regards because about 13 years ago, full-scale import of Italian wine uh, began in Japan. They imported uh, the hottest wines at that time, subdivided to fill the collection box. And uh, now the uh, 30, 70 70th uh, importer is currently importing Italian wines. This, in, this is a very important thing. This includes companies with a biased test, such as uh, wanting to sell trendy wines or importing only so-called natural wines. Also, unfortunately, I would like you to know 
that there are many Japanese in Italy who disrupts the Japanese market and,、uh, and is uncooperative with maturity. And its involvement uh, only undermines、uh, the winery's brand image. Importers who are not good at market- marketing will talk about ours and、uh, only price competition. It's not good. And now, the same, same wines、uh, fill, fill the market in Japan. What、uh, we want is a、uh, respect、uh, for locality and the grape varieties. This,、uh, this is a very important thing locality and grape varieties. And we want to see what kind of person makes the wine and what kind of feeling it has. Not only wines that sell at the Enoteca, but also wines that have a story. That makes the sommelier、uh, convey the individuality of the wine as a restaurant and makes the meal enjoyable, have greater potential. I, I suggest these things. I think that's really interesting because I worked on a project recently with a university in Venice who were doing a large symposium connecting Japanese food culture and Italian food culture. And I do think that, from what I saw from the symposium, there are lots of commonalities. Like you say, this, this focus on high quality and local,、uh, really focusing on artisans in both cultures. I think this could be a real point that Italian wineries can, can hold on to and, and help present themselves in the Japanese. Yeah, for example, Timora、uh, has a high acidity, it、uh, goes well with、uh, our dishes,、uh, Japanese food. And、uh, we, we need matured、yeah, and understanding for wine culture in Italy. Therefore, I, I want to in- introduce these things. So, to increase your knowledge in Italian wine, you came to Verona recently for the Via flagship course. Why was it important for you to participate in VIA? First of all, I would like to thank the staff for the success of the Abintari International Academy program in difficult situations.、Uh, thank you very much.、Uh, we are very、uh, comfortable and、uh, were able to make fulfilling、uh, uh, plan. The most important thing to participate in the Is、uh, updating information. I know a lot of research is going on, and the information I need to know about wine is updated、uh, daily. What perspective should we focus on and study the future trend of Italian wines? And、uh, what grapes variety and,、uh, wine, uh, and wines、uh, should be interested in? And、uh, how is the world going? I think it was a really exciting day to feel these things for myself. So, you're an Italian wine expert based in Japan.、Uh, you're obviously also an educator, and we are beginning to roll out the Maestro courses in Japan. We've had one of our Italian wine experts, Irving So, already running courses. Is wine education popular in Japan, or is the market more led by consumers? Yeah, I've been、uh, uh, very,、uh, very well, and、uh, my friends, not every, everything uh, connected uh, with, with,、uh, with us. I also、uh, know I've been、uh, giving、uh, great lectures. Japanese tend to、uh, prefer to learn and qualify.、Uh, Students are representative of, of consumers, and they are expanding、uh, by sharing 
what they have learned on SNS and sharing it with friends. I, yeah, uh, this, uh, this thing is very important and uh, spreading uh, uh, knowledge of uh, Italian wines, not changing uh, knowledge of grape variety. It's a uh, very uh, good thing. And I, will, I also want to join this team. I have no doubt that you will soon be teaching the maestro as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope. So on that note, what is next for you? Where are you going on your Italian wine journey? Uh, it's a very, uh, it seems a very long journey. <laughs> and uh, uh, every, everything, every time is uh, very exciting. Uh, I find Italian wines, uh, Italian wines food friendly. Do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, like our country, uh, there are four seasons in Italy. And uh, I think there are similarities uh, in the food culture. As wine pairing gets more attention in the world, the connection between uh, food and wine will be stronger. So, uh, from this point of view, uh, the recent acidity and minerality of Italian wines, which was origi- uh, originally uh, drink as an in-meal wine, and the variety of flavor have a strong point for pairing. I like to explain uh, this logically so that people who have not served uh, wines until now, uh, uh, they can understand their wines, uh, I hope. And uh, it will be my journey to complete this logic and convey it to people. I really hope that next time I manage to make it to Japan, that we will be able to share a glass of wine and you'll be able to suggest some beautiful local dishes to pair with it. Yeah, uh, let's enjoy uh, uh, food pairing in Japan together. Yoshihiro, thank you so much for joining me on the Italian Wine Podcast today. Where can our listeners find you online or on social media and discover more about what you are doing? Sure. Uh, yes, I have an account on the Cultural uh, Bean website and the Facebook and the Instagram accounts. If the uh, listeners are in this, in, in, interested in Japan, uh, me, uh, please visit it. And I, ho- I also hope to get to know the Italian wine lovers uh, all, all over the world uh, through exchanging the message. But uh, finally, uh, this time, I would like to thank all the staff of the uh, Italian podcast for giving me such an opportunity. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great conversation. It's been really interesting hearing a little bit more about the Japanese market. Thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on social media, subscribe, and of course, donate on the website to make sure we can keep these great conversations flowing. Yoshihiro, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, See you soon. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, chin-chin. Hi, 
everybody. Italian Wine Podcast celebrates its fourth anniversary this year, and we all love the great content they put out every day. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People has become a big part of our day, and the team in Verona needs to feel our love. Producing the show is not easy, folks. Hurting all those hosts, getting the interviews, dropping the clubhouse recordings, not to mention editing all the material. Let's give them a tangible fan hug with a contribution to all their costs. Head to italianwinepodcast.com and click donate to show your love.